0: Have you ever had a question and wanted to know clearly what the Bible has to say about it? Well, in this podcast, Bible Answers for Today's Christians, we will learn together what God's Word really says. Welcome back to another episode of Bible Answers for Today's Christians. Um, It's been a while since we've all been here. It seems like one of us has been sick or both of us or all of us have been sick at one Mm -hmm. point in time. So it's good to be back, good to be healthy. Um, Tonight's episode... Um, is a, is a good one, um, and I think a lot of people um, don't fully understand, or a lot of people have the question on why Baptist, and well, why not Catholic, or why not Mormon, or um, there's other Baptists, there's other um, divisions of Baptist, there's Independent Baptist, uh, Southern Baptist, Free Will Baptist, and uh, tonight we're going to explain and hopefully just kind of open up. Your, your eyes and just uh, be a help to you on why we are independent Baptists. So, Brother Bingham, yeah. why don't you get us started off tonight?
1: All right, yeah. Uh, uh, being a Baptist, I've grown up a Baptist my whole life. And Amen. Uh, from uh, as a baby, I went to, went to church and I've been a Baptist. And, uh, of course, as a young child, I was a Southern Baptist. And uh, I'll get into just a little bit of that here in just a second. But I'm so glad I'm an independent Baptist now. Amen. And I think one of the main uh, reasons uh, and, and things that we want to bring up tonight is, is the history of the church. You know, if we go to the Bible and we um, s- uh, say that Jesus Christ started the church, and that the gates of hell shall never prevail against it. So there's never come a time when the true church has not been in existence uh, since Jesus Christ started it. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so what we try to do then is try to follow that lineage all the way through history. And this is not a point of pride. This is not a point of anything that uh, we try to say uh, that we're better than uh, anyone else. Sorry. It's just trying to find the truth so that we can be a part of what Christ started and we can be a part of it uh, to to see more souls saved, to see God glorified through it all. And so I think the biggest dividing uh, thing that, that I want to point out first is that a Baptist uh, may have been called by a lot of other names throughout history, uh, but we trace our... Uh, lineage all the way back to the church at Jerusalem that Jesus Christ started. That's right. Um, and so many people would lump the Baptists in with Protestants, and that's not true. That's right. Uh, we're, we're talking about a church that has been faithful since uh, they were first called Christians at Antioch and all the way through. And if you look at a Protestant church, well, they came out of a Catholic church that didn't come that didn't start. It wasn't in existence until much, much later after Jesus Christ started the church. So it's very, very important to understand the history and lineage of a church. Again, that's not a point of pride. Uh, It's just trying to find the true church, trying to be a part of the thing, uh, the entity, the body that Jesus Christ bought and paid for with his life on the cross. Mm -hmm. And then uh, finally... uh, Uh, Another thing is not only the history of the Baptists, but then how Jesus Christ started the church and the line of authority uh, that he put in the church. The line of authority was Jesus Christ, the son of God, who, who started the church. So it goes God, the father, God, the son, and then an under shepherd, which is the pastor or the Bible many times calls a bishop And that is a local independent church. And when you find uh, the church at Jerusalem or the church at Antioch, uh, it was very important to the disciples or the apostles that the authority was not uh, uh, impressed upon another local body. No local body had authority over another local body uh, as they were. Uh, completely independent and Baptist-believing, Bible-believing churches, New Testament churches uh, at that time. So that's how Jesus started the church, and I think for for me, uh, from that historical and and structure perspective, that uh, is one of the top reasons for me why I uh, am an independent Baptist uh, from a Southern Baptist perspective, they have authority that's outside of the local church that that's right, uh, yeah. that, that presses on them uh, various rules or, or uh, requirements, uh, things like that. And so, again, following the history all the way back to Jesus Christ, what church did he start? What kind of church did he start? How was it structured? And what church is in existence today that is m- most like um, that church, because that's that's what we want to mirror. Whatever is Bible-based, amen. So that's that's kind of you know just the basic, uh, one basic reason why why I know, uh, God has me as a Baptist and why, uh, I should be a Baptist, amen.
2: So uh, some interesting things uh, about our lineage. Um, God said there would always be a remnant. Yes. And God has done that. Now, there are different churches you can go to. The Waldenses is really one of the first churches Mm -hmm. that uh, they were actually in France that uh, people look at as being a good Christian fundamental church, Bible believing church. Right. Didn't call themselves Baptists, but we would have had Mm -hmm. some of the same beliefs. They were actually hold, uh, they would write down scripture, memory verses, and put them in their pockets and pass them out like what we do, like tracts today. Mm -hmm. So they were just really. Uh, trying to be consumed by the word. And even in persecution, they would be quoting scripture. Uh, and then you get into Anabaptists, uh, getting right. into England. England was uh, quite a uh, a powerhouse for the gospel and, and churches uh, back in its day. So through the ages, uh, it's not necessarily that the Baptist name uh, has prevailed, but it's always mm-hmm. been that God has had a remnant of people To carry on and and Mm -hmm. and even beyond that God has worked in mysterious ways where he's used people to do great miraculous things Um, and that has just worked all together to get us where we are today and where we have uh, a large variety of churches we can choose from Uh, all in America you go to several places even some states that are more liberal uh, that have a lot less churches There's through church all kind of different churches that you can find um, and so there's a big selection. There's, you can hop around from church to church. Uh, a little over uh, uh, a year ago, uh, I, I found myself in a position where I was looking for a church. And I had some certain set guidelines of what I felt that God wanted me to go off of. And a big thing that you're going to find with independent Baptist churches, this is going to be Bible first. Mm -hmm. that's That's right talks about jesus being our authority Uh, well so we go to the written word and we look at the written word and we say lord how do you want me to be a christian and then off of that we formulate our beliefs and then so we're going to talk about some we have some uh fundamentals of the faith which are very important and crucial to salvation we get into the baptist distinctives and all those are things that we are just not trying to make up but we're actually trying to use, uh, go to the scripture and, um, and look at it in a way where we can actually come with an educated biblical decision on why we believe what we believe. And mm-hmm. I constantly <coughs> challenge my beliefs. Right. I, I know I'm saved. I know who Jesus is. And I know that I, I, uh, I am sealed a sealed believer uh, by the blood of Jesus Christ. I know that. But there are other things that we can maybe file as a tradition yeah. or uh, just something that we prefer. Mm-hmm. But there are some things that cannot be. Right. Some things that are what we would file in, in, in doctrines, uh, uh, princip- uh, precepts and, and principles in the Bible. And some of those are important. Some of those That's right. uh, that other churches may do we would consider to be sinful so we as a church we try and structure things in a way where we're just the most pleasing to god where we are not trying to uh, indulge in any sin not trying to make any uh exceptions for what the bible says but just to follow it in its entirety and and a lot of independent baptists are just trying to be sincere Mm mm-hmm and that's the one yeah. thing that's unique about the Independent Baptist Church is I don't have somebody else telling me how to act. Now, I do have a pastor. He stands in the pulpit, and he instructs me on, on what the Bible says, but I still go home, and I right. study that. Mm-hmm. Uh, as it talks about in the scriptures, how they, uh, they studied uh, to show themselves approved. Right. They also studied the Bible to make sure that, that, that what the person speaking was right. They studied to make sure those things yeah. were so. Right, mm-hmm. and the Independent Baptist Church gives you, in a way, that freedom, in a way that structure where you can sit under somebody and and still do that. And we open up our Bible in church, mm-hmm. and it's not because I don't trust what he's saying. Is I like to read the Bible, but I also can can in a way uh have my own copy, and I know what he's saying is coming out of the scriptures. So. Uh, there's all kind of religions out there. Uh, there's all kind of different beliefs, even in the Baptist realm. There's all kind of different ways you can go. But the ultimate goal of every Christian should be to be as close to God as you can. Mm-hmm. Amen. And me as an individual, I believe that is, an, is in an independent Baptist church. And we'll get into more reasons why I believe that. I'm sure some of these other guys will will share some of that stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> yeah. In uh, Matthew, chapter 16 and verse 18, it says, and I say also unto thee thou uh, that thou art Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Mm-hmm. Um, this verse here is what we believe to be the first starting of the church is uh, uh, Jesus there and Peter there. And, um, you know, the things about the church is that, um, the church is not a building. Uh, the church is not, uh, the pews that are in it or, um, the money that's in the church or how big the building can be, but the church is the people. And, uh, I think Jesus made that really important here is that, you know, the church is about the people and, 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 and there are a lot of churches out there today of different, different denominations who will make it, they can make it about, uh, building they can make it about you know how big they can or or how uh how much they can get you know i've i've heard of uh several or i've heard of one preacher who uh he was up preaching and and all he talked about was how big his house was Mm -hmm. and how how much money he had and how much and that's all he talked about during that time and it's it's a lie of satan that's all that it is it's something to get you distracted from church it's something to get you distracted and have your mind on something else. But we believe that in, in Matthew, chapter, I believe, Matthew chapter 16, that this is the start of the church of Jesus, and the start of, of uh, not necessarily, I, I believe, Baptist is because, and, and, and here's the thing, I'm Baptist because, number one, is, and this is a Baptist distinctive, is that uh, we base our beliefs on biblical authority. Everything that we get as a Baptist. Now, there are churches out there that say they're Baptist. But when you go in there, they don't follow the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, They have uh, um, their own way of doing things. And it's not a biblical way of doing things. But they have their way of doing it. Now, that is not a true independent Baptist church. Okay, A Baptist church will follow the Bible and we'll follow biblical authority, and we'll follow God, because because, uh, we believe God is the head of the church. Mm -hmm. Um, The reason why I'm a Baptist is, number one, is because of biblical authority. I believe the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, the King James Version Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, and there are a lot of other religions out there that do not do that. They don't believe that. Southern Baptists. Now, they do teach the Bible. They do read the Bible, but... There's stuff in the Bible that they do not follow, that they live in their lives nowadays. Brother Bingham has been there. He knows much more about that than me. But, um, you know, uh, uh, Catholicism, you know, they call themselves Christians. They call themselves uh, followers of Jesus Christ. But they do not follow the Bible in its whole entirety. You know, they have different versions and their own versions that they follow. And and one of the, the number one reason why I am a Baptist is because of biblical authority. Uh, I, I do not get my convictions or my standards of living from my parents. I don't get that from Brother Bingham or Brother Brandon or Brother Brett that are here today. I don't get that from my pastor. Mm-hmm. I get that from the Bible because I believe that the Bible is the perfect and inerrant Word of God. And 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 there are a lot of other religions who have put uh, what man wants to put in their religion and what they think the Bible means in this way when it does not mean it. And they take it way out of context. Right. And, um, you know, there's something that's going around nowadays is that, uh, people don't want to be labeled as, as a Baptist. Um, a lot of people say, Oh, I'm a, I'm a Christian. You know, I I follow Jesus. I'm a Christian. And that's great. That is awesome. I'm not saying, you know, don't say that. I'm not saying don't do that. But, when they say that and they say, I don't want to be labeled as a Baptist, I don't want to be labeled as one of these people. Well, if you say you're a Christian, then that means you are Mm Christ-like. But if you say you're a Christian, that could be Catholic, that could be Mormon, that could be Jehovah's Witness, that could be uh, 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 Southern Baptist, that could be any of this whole group that you have here. And so all it does is is, is, uh, you know I call myself a Christian, but I do call myself a Baptist is because I don't want people thinking that, oh, you're a Christian, you're also, you know, are, or what, are, you know, what kind of denomination are you? Are you Catholic? You know, do you believe in this or do you believe in that? You know, when you say you're a Christian, it's kind of a broad term, which, which I say I'm a Christian, and I think you should too, but I think that um, if you find out the Baptist distinctives is that they follow God's word. And that is the the number one reason why I am a Baptist is because of this Bible right here. Now there are a lot of other religions who will say, Well, we follow the Bible. You know, we we uh we do the what the Bible says, what the Bible does, you know. But there's a lot of other and and, and I'm not saying the Baptist religion is perfect, okay? Um <laughs> Christianity's not perfect, Baptist religion is not perfect, you know, humans have messed it up time and time again. You know, we're, we're all humans, we've all done wrong. But um, in, the, in the Baptist realm is that uh, these are the reasons why I'm a Baptist is because um, it is from a biblical authority of Jesus Christ uh, in the church and I get my authority from God only. I get my standards from the Bible. I get my standards from God, from his word. And that's no, one of the number one reasons why I am... A Baptist is because everything I get, everything I do in life, is from God's word. And you can, uh, you know, you may be listening, call me crazy. Like, man, that's just that's just absurd. You know, you got (laughs) you're you're living by a book who was written ages, you know, ages ago, and you're, you know, but if you really, um, and a lot of those people who say that have not even read the Bible. You know, they've never even gone through being a Baptist, trying to be a Baptist or anything, even step foot in a church. But um, I would say this is that, you know, uh, I base my principles and my standards on God's word. Mm-hmm. And I believe God's word is perfect. I believe God is a perfect person. He's omnipotent, powerful, and, and I don't base it on a human. I don't base it on, you know, if, if, I, if I ever go into a church, and they put Baptist on their sign, and I go in that church, okay, I think it's a Baptist church, and I go in there and they are, um, they believe that salvation is baptism. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go back to that church just right. because it says Baptist. Sure. Because it's not from a biblical authority, because that's not what the Bible teaches. Right. And so that's why I believe I'm a Baptist, is that. Number one, why, I'm, why we are a Baptist is that we get all things that we have from God's Word in the Bible. It's not from man, it's not made up, but it's from
2: God's Word and His perfect,
3: inspired Word of God.
2: Right. And, and just, to, just to clarify, for somebody that doesn't really know what Baptists are, that doesn't mean we come to church every service and get baptized. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. right. So it, 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 it was that we followed uh, John the Baptist. Mm -hmm. the forerunner of christ he actually was baptizing uh people uh and then that grew into the church being baptized into the church and so we believe that you are saved uh you believe uh, that jesus christ died on the cross was buried rose again and because of his victory over death we can have the victory over death so we ask jesus christ for salvation we accept him his gift of eternal life and then after that we get baptized and it's a one-time thing the baptism mm-hmm. isn't part of our salvation. That's right. But the baptism is just a picture of the death, the burial and the resurrection to walk in newness of life as right. Jesus Christ actually did bodily. Mm-hmm. We just give that a picture of that in the water. Mm-hmm. Something interesting too. Um there are things in the Old Testament that are similar to baptism. Now we really getting in in the baptism, but they actually had something that was kind of like a repentance that they would do in the Old Testament, and that kind of carried on. And then so there was a little bit more significance than just John the Baptist starting baptism, but they also mm-hmm. had a little bit of significance in the Jewish culture and re- and religion uh, of that day. Right, and and talking about
1: baptism, it's a, it's it's quite a dividing point uh, between uh, a Baptist church and many other churches uh, because um, there's, there's the mode of baptism. And, and we need to understand that, you know, the Bible was translated for us into the English language, but there are certain words that they just could not uh, match up correctly uh, with the current English word. And so what they did, mm-hmm. they didn't translate it. They, they created a transliteration of a word. And that's what the word baptism is. It's a transliteration of, a, of the word uh, baptizo. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, and so it's not a translation. It's a transliteration from the Greek uh, uh, using that word. And, and it literally means to immerse. Mm-hmm. And so this mode of baptism is very, very important because Romans chapter 6 and verse 4 says, therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death that like as christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the father even so we also should walk in newness of life i think you referred to that verse earlier yes uh but it specifically says we were buried and jesus christ we know was buried mm-hmm. in a tomb nobody's ever been to a funeral and uh left the casket there after just sprinkling some dirt on it yeah. uh, it's it uh, we when we die we're we're buried yeah uh, and so when we talk about immersion uh, as a mode of baptism it is a complete burial under the water and brought back out And you say why does that make what what's the big deal you know um, it, it literally is just trying to stay true to the word of God and what uh, as he said John the Baptist performed how he performed it um, and what the word actually means and again uh, the, the mode of baptism is important, uh, and the reason for baptism is important. That's a, so, mm-hmm. so there are going to be denominations, religions out there that, that only sprinkle, that pour, that, that, that do all kinds of things mm-hmm. uh, besides immersion. And so that's a dividing line, a very simple dividing line in, in an ordinance that Jesus Christ left to his church to perform in a very specific way. And uh, he takes those things very seriously. That's right. Um, but again, the reason for baptism, that's a dividing line between a Baptist and many other uh, religions and denominations. It is not for re- regeneration. That's right. When, when we talk about baptism for regeneration, we're talking about salvation, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And uh, we, we don't have time, like you said, to get into all that. Um, uh, there are five, at least five different baptisms in the Bible, and so you better uh, be able to study. And then the Bible says, "Rightly divide the word of truth." And the Holy Spirit, if you're saved, the Holy Spirit will lead and guide you in that truth, and help you with those things. But when somebody, uh, when, when the Bible's talking about a baptism that is doing the work of regeneration, we're talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit every time. Yeah, every time. Um. And so the reason for a water baptism is not uh, for regeneration. It is for, as Brother Brandon said, a, uh, a, a symbol, a testimony to right. s- other saved people mm-hmm. of what has happened on the inside through salvation. Uh, we find water baptism in, such, in, in, in a certain way in the Old Testament. What they call the baptism to Moses were were the were the children of Israel um, trying to be saved through that baptism? No, no, they had already been brought out of Egypt. They were out of Egypt. They had already been saved, um, and so they have this uh, example of baptism there as as they come through the water, and certainly that water was plenty deep uh, yeah. to be. Uh, called immersion even though yes they did walk across dry ground but that is a type of baptism uh, there as as we see the growth of a Christian being saved out of Egypt, saved out of the world, becoming uh, a child of God, being uh, uh, baptized and then going through their growth on their way to that victorious Christian life which uh, is typified in the uh, the Old Testament as the um, promised land And so uh, the two things that that really have to be right on baptism are the mode Mm -hmm. and the reason. And boy, if you get those right with the Bible and you understand those two things, uh, you will be able to uh, make your your choice of what church to join. So, so much easier because it's a huge dividing point, so much so that. Uh, you know, in Acts, at the Church of Antioch, they were first called Christians at Antioch. Mm-hmm. Um, that was not a nice name at that point. They were given that name not by themselves, but by their enemies. Uh, and the word Baptist, you mentioned Anabaptist. Uh, that no. We didn't pick the name Baptist. Uh, we were given the name Baptist over the course of time. Uh, through anabaptist and other other doctrinal stands on this baptism uh, here by our enemies by by people who didn't like us by the catholic church um, way back in history and so uh, as you said to be a part of the remnant is is a very a great privilege Uh, it's a it's a stewardship that we don't take lightly uh, because we do hold the truth uh, in the power of the word of god so baptism Great dividing line. Another one, uh, we can just go back around the room um, here, is, is, the, is the other ordinance of the church, uh, the Lord's Supper. Mm-hmm. If you want to divide a Baptist from many, many other Christian denominations, uh, look at how they use the Lord's Supper. Look yep. at the elements they use in the Lord's Supper. Uh, because we remember that the Last Supper, uh, according to Scripture, uh, is uh, was given by Jesus Christ himself. And we know that he used unleavened bread and he used not, not mm-hmm. wine, the fruit of the vine. Yes, sometimes that's referred to as wine in the Bible. Yeah. But he's very, very clear. The fruit of the vine. This is mm-hmm. new wine. This is not uh, any type of fermented uh, or treated, or anything added to it uh, type of drink. This is a very pure uh, grape juice, if you will, uh, that uh, is very, very important that we stick to that, because why? It's, it's a type. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime, anytime you're dealing with a type that God has set in his word, he takes it very, very seriously. And if you don't believe that, go read where Moses struck the rock the second time. Uh, back in the old testament uh, he did that out of anger but he destroyed a type of christ when he did that and yep. god did not uh let him uh, he didn't take away the consequence for that mm-hmm. uh, and so the types of christ that god gives in his word are very 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 important and time we have leaven hey you anytime you're going to ferment some wine there's leaven there and leaven is a type of sin Mm-hmm. any time we that's take right. anything but unleavened bread there's leaven in that bread um, uh that that's a type of sin and what what are we typifying at the lord's supper we're typifying our savior jesus christ mm-hmm. who had no sin and so to take a, you know some people will joke to to take a a, a coke and a bag of chips and do the lord's supper yeah mm-hmm. uh you know, that sounds funny, but what we're talking about is a very, very serious thing That's right. that uh, typifies the body and blood uh, that that Jesus Christ himself sacrificed himself on the cross for us. And uh, so so, so we do that. Uh, we, we can talk about the elements. We can talk about the purpose. Um, there are be many denominations and religions out there that will say that we need to take that in order to make sure we're still saved or to be saved, and that's absolutely, absolutely untrue. That's right. So, um, the thief on the cross had no opportunity to be baptized or observe the Lord's Supper at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Bible says that Jesus took him to paradise uh, immediately after his death. And so the purpose is very simple. It's a memorial. Mm-hmm. It's something to help us remember what God did for us in sending his son and the sacrifice his son made for us on the cross. And it's a very, very serious thing. And I believe if you get into the Bible, it won't be very long at all before you realize how those elements are supposed to be set forth, how serious that uh, observance is supposed to be, and the purpose of it and what it does in a Christian when they remember what God uh has done for them all over again. Uh, it's it's just so important. And, and if you take those two basic things of baptism and the Lord's Supper, you will make your list of churches and denominations that you're looking for
2: uh, very much shorter.
1: Yeah. Very, very
2: uh, important to have those right. So um, I would like to maybe just give a, a quick scope of a, kind of a bunch of doctrines that we we believe, not, not really to take a whole lot of time. I just want to go through these real quick, but we do have something we call the fundamentals of the faith, and these are extremely important to uh, being a Christian. This is our start in salvation, and it is the inspiration and authority of Scripture. If we didn't have a Bible to go to to read where God spoke and told us how to be saved, we could not be saved. That's so very right. important to our salvation, the deity of Jesus Christ, <coughs> Uh, We have the Father, uh, the Son, that was was born of a virgin. Uh, He had no earthly father. If he did have an earthly father, he could not be God. Mm. So without Jesus Christ being the Son of God, we could not have eternal life. Um, And then the Holy Spirit. Uh, We do have uh, his virgin birth. I actually just mentioned that. And uh, so uh, we have the Christ's blood atonement for sin. These are all. Uh, this is uh, point four in the six points of fundamentals of the faith. Uh, so Christ's blood atonement for sin, and Baba says without without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. I'm just going right. through these real quick. The bodily mm-hmm. Christ's bodily resurrection. Many gods are in the grave still. You can find their bones, but you cannot find Jesus Christ's bones because he rose from the dead. If he was still That's dead right. in the grave, how could we pray to him and ask him? Right. Mm-hmm. To save us from death, <clears throat> he couldn't do it. Uh, and in Christ's personal resurrection, he is still God, and he's coming back one day mm-hmm. to set up his kingdom. Yes, these are fundamentals of the faith. So those are six there, and then we get into what we would call the Baptist distinctives. So number one, we've kind of uh, overviewed that, but uh, mm-hmm. the Bible is the sole authority mm-hmm. for faith and practice. Two. Autonomy and independence uh, of the local church. Right. Our church here acts independently of, of any other church in the world. Sure. Um, not to say that we can't get instruction from other people or be admonished, but we are our own church. Um, three, priesthood of all believers. Uh, four, two offices, the pastor and the deacon. Other churches will put all kind of other positions there but the bible only talks about two right uh five uh, individual soul liberty and responsibility so i am accountable for my own actions the church is not accountable for my actions right six separation of church and state uh the state doesn't tell our church what to say what to believe what book to use uh we have our two ordinance the baptist uh, the believer's baptism by immersion, uh, as Brother uh, Bingham just mentioned, and then the Lord's Supper, another one Brother Benjamin Bingham mentioned. Uh, and in eight, we have saved, baptized, and serving members. So these, those are the eight distinctives, and if you look at it, it's in a cross of four Baptists, uh, of what uh, generally what we believe. We can go into a lot more depth on any one of those, and we can also uh, add things too that may make us a little bit different than other churches, <coughs> but these are just the general eight that if you were to go to Independent Baptist Church, you would mm-hmm. be highly likely to find <coughs> those differences. Yes, sure. And I also want to encourage you, I wonder if that's the first time you've heard that, on both. Maybe, maybe that's the first time you've heard the fundamentals of the faith, maybe that's the first time you've heard the Baptist distinctives. I want to encourage you, get out your Bible and study. Yes. As a Christian, we should know what we believe. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, you say, well, I'm saved. I'm good. I'm going to heaven when I die. I don't have to worry about any of that. Well, no, we don't have to worry about any of that. But me as a Christian, I want to be as cr- close to Christ as I can. And what's standing in the way is me. Right. And so I want to know, I want to read the Bible, and I want to apply it to my life, all of it, to my life in a way that i'm pleasing to god and we should know what we believe in yes and not only that we should be able to know how to explain what we believe to other people we should know where what we believe is in the bible we should know all this stuff we should study through it we should be a faithful church member and that we have a pastor that's explaining these things to us so just recently uh our assistant pastor, Pastor Titus was uh he did a Sunday school lesson and he actually taught on the eight Baptist distinctives. The title of his message is why I'm a Baptist. Amen. Really good message. Yes. Uh, February, uh January 21st was the date of that message. You can go to our church website, find all of our other podcasts. If you like them, please subscribe. Mm-hmm. But you can find that yeah. message there and uh, it goes in a good bit more detail as much as he could for uh, 40 minutes on the Baptist distinctives. Good message. Go listen to it. You'll learn a little bit more about what the Baptist distinctives are. But really, why we are a Baptist, that really comes down to really what, what do I believe. And I'd like to share a little bit of my testimony, if I could at this point. Um, I was a Catholic, going to the catechism, did my first communion. I was going through the, the motions of that religion i didn't know a whole lot um a man that my dad knew came and he witnessed to my dad also witnessed to me and i got saved ended up being this man attended an independent baptist church i started going there i learned some things from the pastor but i really wasn't discipled well the lord started working on my life i surrendered uh, to his will went to a bible college and then that's when my discipleship started and i remember probably about a year and a half into college career I had a really wise man he said this to me he said I did not come to Bible college with Bible college standards and I am not leaving Bible college with Bible college standards now he was not trying to downplay the standards of that college he was not trying to downplay the authority but what he was trying to say is I believe what I believe because of what the Bible says amen and he made that apparent in his own life. Good. And he didn't want to stray from that. Now, while he was at Bible college, maybe there was something that one of the standards there and he didn't agree with it, but he still did it. It wasn't that he was opposing the authority there. But what he was what his goal in life was was to be all he could be for Christ. And that's really what church should be. Yes. Is you coming to a church They open up the Bible. We do sing and we do other things too. Uh, There's activities, but we open up the Bible and we learn more about God. Mm -hmm. And it makes it more uh, settled in our heart and our mind of really who we are and why we're a Christian. Why do I do the things that I do? Why do I abstain from sin? Why do I partake of the Lord's blessings and do things like that? Why am I a faithful church member? You need a good church. That's right. You have to have a good church. If you're listening to this and you're a one service a week person, I want to encourage you: get in your church, get in your Bible, and just really get involved. You know, there's a there's a specific reason why God didn't give us all of us the Word of God and say, "Go out and do your own thing." He gave us a church. We can meet at the church, and we can be an outreach. Amen. We can be an encouragement to each other. We can fellowship. We can have activities. And it's a place where God can use his people to work together to fulfill his great will, which is that all people would be saved. And that's another thing, too, about independent Baptist churches, too, just like we talked about the Waldensies, the they were soul winners, yes. so much so that they made the authorities upset where they were murdered. They were martyred right. Right. Yeah. for their faith. A lot of independent Baptists are soul winners. That's fallen by the wayside. Some of them aren't doing it as much. A lot times you go to an independent Baptist church and you walk in the door and you'll find this thing on the wall or somewhere close by, and there'll be some brochures, some tracts with the gospel on it. Yeah. And really that's the function of a church. Yes, you can come here, yeah. feel good, sit in a pew, listen to preaching, but ultimately it's to go out and reach the community. And we yeah. do that in our own community. We also send missionaries out all around this world that takes the same gospel we're talking about, the same Bible, sometimes in a different language, and tries to reach the uttermost, the highways and the hedges. And that should be a focus of any church. And if that's you're right. not a part of a church that's in the Word of God, that's doing these things that the, the Bible teaches basically, then, then maybe it's time you find a good independent Baptist church. Amen. Yeah.
3: So I'm going to kind of take a 90-degree turn here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to put Brother Bingham and Brother Brandon on the spot here. But if if I'm a listener, and I'm a new listener, and uh, we're talking about being a Baptist, um, why would I choose to go to a Baptist, independent, fundamental Baptist church over, in other words, going to um, maybe a, a church down the road like Life Church or... Uh, maybe a Catholic church, why, why would I, um, you know, as a, a, I'm just thinking from the listener's point of view, why would I choose to go to that independent fundamental Baptist church who uh, believes the Bible? Then, you know, going to life, you know, life church believes the Bible life church. Um, you know, they, they sing their hymnals, you know, they, they sing their praise and worship, you know, what, why can I not go to that church and get fed spiritually then, you know, going to, um, a, a independent fundamental Baptist church. What, like, what makes you uh, sitting here go to the Baptist church instead of going to maybe one of those churches? I can, yeah. Go ahead. Can I give a passage <laughs> of scripture for that? I yes. was kind of prepared,
2: <clears throat> and let's just say, uh, play out along with that a scenario. Maybe you're at a church and you say, "My church does good, but it's not an independent Baptist church." Mm-hmm. Does God bless that still? Well. Uh, Paul wrote two books to Timothy, and in the second book of Timothy, chapter 4, verses 1 through 5, it says, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. But watch thou in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. And listen to this. This last statement is very important. Make full proof of thy ministry. So, Amen. um, I mentioned a little bit ago about that one guy. Uh, he posed, he made that statement. I didn't come to Bible college with Bible college standards, and I'm not leaving with Bible college standards. Um, you're going to have to get to a point in your life when you know what you believe, why you believe it, and find right. a church that follows the Word of God. Right. So there are some of you that are listening to this, and you say, well, my church, there's something I don't like. Mm-hmm. And it could be just a dispute with a person which you can sometimes get over that, sometimes you can't. But if it's a doctrinal issue, they got something wrong going on with that, with what they're teaching, mm-hmm. with the atmosphere. Right. Uh, you can get into the, some of this, I'll call it rock music. You may call it Christian mm-hmm. music. If it sounds like the world, I have a problem with it. So you go into Amen. a church like that, maybe it's time that you go to a different type of church. And one of the goals I know, especially here, there's all kind of different personalities in the pulpit. But at our church, we have a pastor that sincerely wants to teach and love his people. Yes. Yeah. Amen. And there are a lot of independent Baptist churches like that. And so I just want you, would, would beckon you to get in your Bible, know what it says, and then to find a church that follows. And a lot of cases you'll find that would be an independent Baptist church. Yes.
1: Yeah. I, I would say from my experience... Uh, again, growing up as a Southern Baptist. And uh, I was a youth when we really started to kind of stray, if you will, uh, going into different kinds of music, uh, getting, getting rid of the hard preaching, mm-hmm. um, uh, changing Bibles. Yeah. And, uh, hey, if you've got a Bible in your lap right now, turn to First John 5-7. If you and, can't uh, find it, you need a King James Bible. Yep, that's right. Uh, because yep. that's a basic of the faith, and there, and it's not, it's not there in so many of them. Uh, but for me, um, when uh, when church became, I think you alluded to this a little bit, Brandon. When church became an entertainment, a yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Okay. Yes, we went to Sunday school. Yes, we opened up the Bible. and uh, Yes, there was a message preached. But number one, I found that I left the same way I came. Yeah. Okay, and that's, that's inside and out. And number two, I was not pushed to do anything to change my life. I was not pushed to do anything for God. Now, here's the difference. You come to an independent Baptist church, even like this one, and you're, you're going to get fed spiritually, yes. You're going to have an opportunity to worship God because he deserves that, and he deserves it done the right way. But it's this step in growth where so many places, I don't, and I'm not going to blame big churches, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not against big churches churches as far as size i'm against that being used as a measure of success yes Uh, but in your christian growth there comes a point in time where the next step is do something for the god who loved you enough to send jesus christ to die for you amen to serve him to offer something back to him i'm not talking about money I'm talking about the time that he's given you. I'm talking about the talent that he created with, created you with. And you go to so many churches, and even if you knew all of that, knew what it was that you, God wanted you to do with your life, there would not be room in it for you to do that. There would not be support there for you to do that. And it's the ability within an independent fundamental Baptist church To grow to a point where you actually serve God yourself. I'm not talking about just a church because that that carries into your your home. Yeah. Uh, We're all called to be some type of Sunday school teacher to our kids. That's right. And so it's this place that you grow to where you get to do something about it and with it. Or do you just sit and die? Yeah. And I promise you there's so many other denominations and churches out there where you can just go and sit and die. That's right. And then you don't mm-hmm. even want to go anymore. Yeah. And then people don't want to go to church anymore, and then what it, it turns into that entertainment thing, so people will keep coming. Uh. And And Christians are not... Grown and developed and discipled to the place where they serve God on their own. Yes, under the authority uh, and the direction of a local church. Um, But there's a place in an independent Baptist church for you to serve God with your life. Amen. And carry a full-time job and be just a normal Christian. Amen. But you cannot have a fulfilled... Normal Christian life without having the opportunity to serve God, and Man. there's so many other churches out there who that, that you're not allowed. To. By design, you're not able to grow to that point. Yeah. Uh, and if somehow you were able to, there wouldn't be space or room enough because it's already done for you. That's the design of these churches, is to have everything done already. Staff led. If we need something done, it's staff. Yeah, there's no opportunity to serve. I could do that. No, no we've already got that done. It's okay. Just, just come and enjoy yourself. Mm. That's not what the Christian life. That's not what church Amen. is about. So that's Amen. that. That's to answer your question. That's a huge difference for me. Those
0: are those
3: are great great answers. I couldn't agree more with both of those.
1: Um, you know,
3: I, I would say to the viewers out there too is um you know if you go to a church that um looks like the world uh acts like the world you know and, and you know if you go to a church that has looks like a rock concert you know there's something wrong and uh, i'm not here to judge anyone i'm not here to sure. bring down other churches that's not my job my my job here is to tell the truth and then you know do what's right That that's my job and and and, and We're here to tell you the truth because we love you. You know, we're not here uh, saying this stuff because we uh, hate your church or hate how you do things your way. No, you have that free will, and we're not going to force you to do anything our way. But this is just something that has come from our heart to help you. You know, how how would I love you if I didn't tell you the truth? Um, The Bible uh, says that. I forgot which verse it's from, but uh, Jesus even says that in the Bible. And, um, you know, if you go to a church that acts like the world, if you, if you go to a church like Brother Bingham said, is you, uh, you go there and you, every service you leave being the same person spiritually. There's no growth. There's no, uh, when you walk out of there, you just, you just feel good about yourself and say, oh, I'm living a righteous life. No, there should be, you know, when you come to church, there should be sometimes some conviction in your heart and in your soul. Um, Because everyone does wrong. Mm -hmm. And no matter who we are, we've done wrong every single day of our lives. So when we come to church, we should see that sin and say, you know, and and there should be a preacher who would tell us about that sin to get it right. And the preacher's not a perfect person either. But if you go to a church where, you know, all they want to do is lecture you, you know, the whole morning long and they want to make you feel good about yourself, there are times for that. But that is not what the church is all about. But the church is about growing you spiritually. When you come to church, you should leave a changed person. Mm -hmm. You should leave as a a changed life. You know, you should not come. You know, if if your church doesn't have a uh, a Saturday, or, or not not necessarily a Saturday, but maybe a soul winning ministry sometime during the week, that church is not fulfilling the Great Commission. That is not God's word. That is not what God wants us to do. The Bible says, go into all the world and preach the gospel. And, and he commanded us to do that. And if the church is not doing that itself, well then, how are, how, how are you going to go do that if you're, not lead, if, if you're not leading them in the right way? And by the way, uh, telling so others about Jesus Christ is growing in your Christian faith. Do, doing that is is uh, another step, you know, after salvation, baptism, going to church, is that you should be sharing your, your faith to others. Right. You should not be hiding that. And if you're going to a church where, um, you know, they, they, they don't spread that and they don't have that time where they go, you know, tell someone about Jesus Christ and they don't promote that, mm-hmm. there's something wrong with that church. And you, right. I'm telling you now, I'm just warning you, You've got to get out of there. Yep. You've got to get out there. You're not going to grow like brother. You're going to be. You're going to sit there and you're going to die in that sin. You're just going to. That's all you're going to do. There's no progress. You know. You might even move back. (laughs) I've heard of that sometimes. People will get moved back from their sin, even if there's Baptist on the name. Yep that's right yeah and and it's not just life church it's not just those churches it can even be a baptist church that does you know that does those things you know you've you've got to find that church that has it the biblical way that's what you've got to find and and that's so true nowadays it's just you know a lot of churches want to look like the world they want to present themselves as oh we're fun we're we're this you know and church, you should go to church to have fun. You should go to church to have fellowship. You should go to church to hear the preaching of the word of God. And, and, and you know, you should have you should have fun at church. But church is not just a place to, uh, you know, like a McDonald's play place where you just go and play, and then right. you're, you're leaving. And, you know, you're the same person as when you left in. You're just empty. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people are not looking for what the world has. A lot of people are trying to look for something that the world doesn't have. Right. And that's why the independent baptist church that's what they have they have jesus christ as their soul and center of it but they also live in such a way now i'm not saying every baptist church but the true ones live in such a way that they are separate from the world right that's why we have standards that's why we have convictions that's why we have these things because we because the bible even says be ye separate be ye separate from the world and in, in, in how you act how you dress how you talk how you you do things, you're a Christian, you know, you should be Christ-like. And I just encourage you to, you know, if you're listening, just think about, you know, what we said and, 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 and those things of, if you are going to one of those churches, you know, um, and you are leaving there not being changed, same person, same old church, I would encourage you to try, maybe try looking for a better church that would help you out spiritually and help you out to grow spiritually.
1: You know, I wanted to maybe bring up a couple of points about how to find a good church. Yeah. Uh, I I travel a lot and uh and used to travel a lot more, uh, especially around the states and and so, you know, when you're when you're going for a week and and you need a good church to go to on a Wednesday night and yeah. uh you're you're looking for one, uh there's a few good resources out there. In fact, a missionary friend of mine who's who's in Chile now um uh, built a website uh, that I helped uh, maintain for a little bit. Uh, that's very good, but I just want to kind of outline how I so- uh, uh, search for a church and evaluate a, a church. Um, yeah, you can go uh, maybe listen to one of their uh, sermons or, or look at their service, and uh, maybe you can go to their website. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm looking for an independent Baptist church. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for King James Bible, and I look at doctrinal statements. Amen. And there will be, I'm telling you, you're thinking, well, independent Baptists, they're just this little, and we are. It's it's a remnant, as Brother Brandon said earlier. Uh, But there are many choices around most areas that you're going to travel to. And if I come across one that says we use the King James Bible, and I you know. come across another one that says we believe that the King James Bible is God's preserved word for the English-speaking people. Then I, I know which one I'm going to. Amen. Um, I'm going to that second one with a strong belief on the King James Bible. Uh, but it goes beyond that. Uh, you know, music, what type of music is allowed there? Uh, there are a few red flags you know that come up if you see if you see a picture of somebody with a with a guitar on there, but the guitars are not necessarily bad uh, uh, as long as it 's used the right way uh, and so you look for the type of music that 's being used and then I look for a missions page look to see what what their yeah. involvement is in mission right. program. One of the telltale signs of a great great church that cares about people is a bus or a van ministry. Amen. I can tell you right now, if, if you find an independent Baptist church that has a strong belief on the King James Bible, the right kind of music and a bus or a van ministry, uh, you're probably going to have a great, great time. Amen. And uh, so just a few of those little things that you can kind of use to kind of help you decide which direction to go. And I'll tell you, I'll drive an extra 30 minutes for a good church. Amen. I, I'm not talking about what's close and convenient. Uh, hey, Lord, where do you want me to go to church this week? Yeah. Pray about it. Amen. And then kind of let them guide your search. But uh, the website I was mentioning earlier, kjvchurches.org or .com, hmm. uh, you can search by location. Uh, it'll come up with a dot on there. It says, there, hey, there's five churches in this little area. You can click on each one and show you the pastor show you the, uh, their their stance on the King James Bible it'll show you the type of music. Give you some service times, links to the websites, and what great, great database and and huh. uh, uh,
0: uh,
1: tool to use as you're traveling around. So if you travel a lot and you're looking for, don't don't have an excuse to stay out of church on, on a Wednesday night. Amen. Don't don't look for an excuse. Don't don't say, oh, I can, I can stream it. Yeah, well that's good. Uh, but hey, go in and be a blessing. Hey, maybe there's a. There's a church that just needs a, a new smiling face to come in that night with a, yeah. with a good spirit and a joy and a sing out and just to meet some people and and uh, be an encouragement there at a different church so that's that 's kind of the ways that I look for a church that 's the way I found this church when we were moving up to Oklahoma a couple of years ago and um, so i don 't know if
0: anyone else has anything i don 't think um it could have been described any better on why we're a Baptist, what we believe. Mm -hmm. Um, I I wish we could just keep going, uh, but we are running out of time. Um, I think we could keep going all night. I'm encouraged by just what I've heard tonight, um, just from you gentlemen, stuff that I did know, stuff that kind of got lost in the back of the brain. Mm. Uh, It's a refresher. you know. I think it was Brother Brandon Mm -hmm. that said, you know, we need to be able to – explain why we believe what we believe why i'm a baptist and um, if you're out there listening tonight and hopefully um everything that was said tonight um was a help and encouragement to you and that's what we that's our ultimate goal is we want to help you believe what you believe and why you believe what you believe and i don't think like i said it could have been explained any better than how it was
1: well i think we should close with my number one reason why i'm a baptist because this is the one church that's stuck to the simplicity of the gospel. And it really is the, the glorious light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. And it's a huge dividing line because this is the one thing that Satan wants to attack. Satan does not want anyone to understand how easy it is to avoid hell And get to heaven. Uh, And it really is so simple. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works. Lest any man should boast. Amen. I'm going to heaven someday when I die because one day as a six-year-old boy at a junior camp I trusted Christ as my personal Savior and there is no person that ever is uh, ever has made it to heaven or will make it to heaven that's going to get there and boast about what they've done while they were down here living this life because it's not by anything that we've done It's only by what Jesus Christ uh, did for us and by his grace. And he purchased that gift of God called eternal life Amen. on the cross when he died, when he shed his blood, and he rose again. And all that's lacking, the, the grace is there, the gift is there, the only thing that's lacking is for us to put away all of these things that we think we can do to uh, get to heaven. It's, it's not going to be by a show of speaking in tongues. That's right. It's not going to be by uh, going into a pool and being dunked and brought back out again. It's not going to be done by any type of works. It's very clear, not of works. What's lacking? It's only our faith and what we choose to put it in. Do you know that you were born with a measure of faith? God gave it to you. And all he's asking is that you realize, you know what? I am a sinner. There is a God in heaven who told me how to live, and I've I've rejected that. I haven't lived that way. And then, by faith, trust his son to pay for that sin You can take your faith and put it in works. You can take your faith and put it in a statue. You can take your faith. You have that faith. You can do whatever you want with it. But the simplicity of the gospel is that Jesus Christ died and he rose again and he did it to pay for our sins so we wouldn't have to. You can pay for your own sin. You can put your faith in anything you want and then pay for your own sin. But the Bible says... The wages of sin is death, and we're talking about the second death. So if you want to pay for your own sin, you would have to do it in hell. If God gave me exactly what I deserved for my sin when I saw him after I died, and he gave me exactly what I deserved, he'd send me straight to hell according to his word, except that I've placed my faith and trust in Jesus Christ, and he's forgiven me. My name's written down in the Lamb's Book of Life, and you can have the very same thing tonight if you'll just bow your head and humbly ask him. Put your faith and trust in him and him only. That's the simplicity of the gospel. And if that's been polluted or uh, uh, watered down in any fashion at all by any other denomination, it's wrong. And it's doing more to send people to hell than it is to take people to heaven. That's why I'm a Baptist.
2: Let's go ahead and we'll we'll go to prayer. Lord, we do thank you so much for loving us. Lord, we thank you for being our God, our king, our creator. we also thank you for being our sustainer. Lord, you did not just throw us out in this world and say, hope you make it. But you, you gave us your word. and know oh, what that means and stands for. And how it's true and errant. And Lord, I thank you so much for that. How I can, in the morning, when I wake up, every day, I can open up your word and you can speak to me specifically. And I thank you for that. And along with that, Lord, I'm, all, I'm also thankful that you give me a church that I can come to and I can talk with my friends, fellow church members about your word and not just that always but how we can as a a church family grow and how we can have fun and activities together and be there for each other when we're hurting or in need I'm thankful for the church you've given us Lord to attend and I I think of everyone that's going to listen to this podcast I hope that they're involved with the church if you're not I pray that you would just really get involved in the church I understand that there's things that can always hinder us, but there's, uh, there's a church that really needs your help in getting the gospel out to the community. And if there's a, someone that's praying about where to go, give them, give them wisdom, give them grace, give them the means they need to fulfill your will and go into a church that would honor and glorify you. Our goal really here is just to encourage people to do more for you. Actually, you help us to do that, and I said, "You join us along." Even if you're not at our church, you don't know us, can't shake our hand, you can still be part of the family of God in salvation first, and then in, in God's ministry. And we actually just bless us tonight as long as you can. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We hope this was an encouragement to you. Follow and like our podcast to stay tuned for our next episodes.